Industrial projects. Kinemat, what's the future? Welcome to another episode of Kinemat, what's the future? Brought to you by Cedar LNG. My name is Devin, and I'm here with Robin Lapointe on this episode. Robin, thank you for coming on this episode. We really appreciate your time uh, for coming here. And uh, tell me, what would you like to talk about today? I'd love to talk about uh, signing up or registering to be an organ donor and the importance of Green Shirt Day and how it came about. So Green Shirt Day, which is April 7th, tell me a little bit more about that. So it's interesting. Green Shirt Day is, is, is done fairly well throughout North America, and it's doing extremely well in southern British Columbia, but it's kind of lost its edge here in the north. So my job is to try to create the awareness for it. But it's interesting you talk to people. They kind of remember the Green Shirt Day but uh, it's not until you mention about that tragic bus accident that happened in 2018 with the Humboldt Broncos and 29 passengers on it, 13 were severely injured and 16 of them lost their lives. It starts to register, but they still have trouble connecting the dots. Well, what, what was so, the miracle that came out of that was one of the hockey players, Logan Boulay, was a registered organ donor. And he didn't succumb to his injuries until the following day on April 7th. And his parents decided to to honor his wishes. And by doing so, he created awareness of just how important it was to be an organ, a registered organ donor. He gave life, he gave them all a second chance. But more importantly, is the awareness of his unselfish act uh, created awareness for people to register. And in the weeks and months that followed that, over close to 150,000 Canadians registered to be an organ donor. It's the largest increase of registration that we've had in the history of Canada. So we call that the Logan Boulay effect. That's an amazing, you know, like it's an amazing story that comes out of tragedy. You know, it, it is really unfortunate that that happened, but but like you said, he had saved many lives and, and lots of people who are organ donors, you know, they do save many lives. And a lot of people don't, also don't realize that, you know, being an organ donor, it, it's not just your heart and your lungs. There's so many parts of your body that can be donated and be um, put to good use for somebody else. Yeah, and you bring up a lot, a lot of questions there. One that I want to share with everybody, the likelihood of you ever needing an organ is substantially higher than ever being asked for one. And that fact alone, I mean, here in Kitimat, we, had, we did the signing of the proclamation, and I was able to find nine organ recipients to come out for that photo. And I know there's more in town. Um, and that's just in our small little community. And another misconception is, is that there's an age limit or that, and there isn't absolutely no age limit. Um, when I was at the Canadian Transplant Games, there was a person there, and they were, they've had their liver for 30-some years, and it came, it came from a person that was 83 years old, and that was, you know, this liver now is 116 years old and still functioning. So there is no age limit. Uh, everyone can be uh, an organ donor, um, and people forget that sometimes even just the, the, 
the cornea of your eyes, you know, people scratch their exterior part of their eye and it gives them sight back. So there's, yeah, don't hesitate to register. And it's easy to do. You can go to bctransplant.ca and all to, you just can verify whether you're a donor or not by just, by just signing on there. Put your health number in. It will tell you whether you're a registered organ donor or not. Um, and if you're not, you just uh, say yes, and it's really simple to do. Now, one misconception that's out there, and this is interesting, and maybe this, I'm not sure what age this was, but a lot of people my age remember whenever they went to renew their driver's license, right. they were asked if they wanted to. And, and right. that was a renewal that took place every time you did your driver's license. Well, what's interesting is they stopped doing that, and I'm not sure why they stopped doing that. But I know people that thought they were organ donors because, or registered organ donors because they had done this with their driver's license. But when we went online, they were not registered. And I think it was during that transition that some people... So please take a minute to go online, check out whether you're still a registered organ donor. And yeah, you know, you mentioned a very important thing because that's how I thought it was done as well through your, through your driver's license. And to be honest now, I don't know if I actually am an organ donor or not. I'm going to have to go and check that out after we're done recording this episode. Uh, so now, obviously, this is a very important topic to you. Can you tell me why this is an important topic for you? Well, well it's very important to me um, because I was, I was born with a genetic problem with my heart. It's called HCM or hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. And at a very young age, I was having some problems. They sent me away. They thought maybe I had HCM. And then in my mid-30s, they said, yes, you do. And later on, it was genetically tested and proven that I was. And the problem with HCM is that uh, very young people, they don't know they have it. And um, they end up passing at a very young age. In my case, I was extremely fortunate in that St. Paul's Hospital picked up on it. They monitored me, and when my heart went into end stage, I, they were very aware of it, and I was fortunate enough to get onto the transplant list and receive a new heart. And that's, you know, like, and that's a perfect example of somebody else saving somebody else's life just through checking that one little box. Um, so... April 7th, tell me a little bit more about that. Tell me, is there anything that's going to be planned for that day in Kitimat? So April 7th is all about awareness. Um, and the idea of wearing green on April 7th is to show the awareness and to, to get people to talk about what's involved with registering as an organ donor. It's not just, it's, it's one thing to register, but it's another one to share your wishes with your family and to discuss it so that if the situation was arise, it would, it would make it a lot easier for everybody at that time. Um, so on Kit, in Kitimat here, I'm pleased to say that the District of Kitimat Council unanimously agreed to proclaim Kitimat as a green shirt day on April 7th. In um, recognizing that day, they're going to light up the River Lodge, KIR and Tamatic in green. It's a landmark, it's, it's, a, it's a new way that BC Transplant or Canadian Transplant is promoting Green Shirt Day is going after communities or asking communities to light up a community landmark in green. Um, and I'm pleased to say that Kitimat is going to support that. So 
obviously one one key aspect of um, of needing a transplant is finding out that you need a transplant and obviously specialized medical medical equipment is is needed for that uh, specialized tests etc cetera, etc cetera. now you've gone so far as to do a campaign with the Kinemet General Hospital Foundation um, can you tell me a little bit more about that well uh, Kinemat General Hospital Foundation um, had one of their, they have several projects actually, and the one that uh, was probably the closest to me was, it was a cardiac. It's, it's one for monitoring, it's, it's one that'll improve, it'll make it easier for the medical staff to uh, monitor those patients that, have a car, that are in the hospital for cardiac reasons. Uh, it'll also make it easier for the patient because it's a mobile unit. It's one that they can now actually get up and go. They're not they're hooked, and the nurses can fully monitor them. But they don't have to monitor them from the nurses' station. They will be able to have a be able to monitor them while they're actually attending to other patients. And so the family we got together and we thought this was a perfect project for us to sponsor. So we put up the money with a, with a two-to-one matching grant, which the community came through in Flying Colors, and it makes me extremely emotional, the amount of support that they received for this project. And so we do have the funds now, and it's just a question of procuring the materials and setting a date for implementing it. So now those who may be having um, doubts about becoming an organ donor or receive, even receiving um, another person's organs what would you say to them well that's an interesting one because um even though speaking personally um even though i knew that there was a one in 20 chance when i was in my mid-30s that i could need a heart uh later on in my life i was ended up with being fitted for a defibrillator so it was a bit of a struggle to to say you're alive because of these mechanical and chemicals that you have. But when the day comes and you're saying, okay, your organ is not going to last that much longer and you're going to need a, an organ transplant, it really, it, it sets you back. But I was fortunate in that I was able to talk to two other um, uh, heart recipients. And yes, it's... It was one with hesitation. It's one, but it's one that gave me the second chance at life. And I've been blessed in that I've been able to become very close friends with the family of the organ donor. And they are very special. And I think it's been a, a bit of a two-way street there in the sense of, yeah, I've got, I've, I've, we've, we've just incorporated two really close friends in our life. And at the same time, we've been able to give some... Um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but uh, to lessen their amount of grieving for their loss. And so it's, it's a great friendship. Right. And, you know, like for that family, it must be something so special to know that their loved one has helped in such a big, big way in somebody else's life. It is. It's amazingly emotional when she puts her ear to my chest to know. Robin, thank you very much for, for joining me today and telling me your story and for telling me about Green Shirt Day. Remember, if you would like to become a donor or find out uh, to become a donor, go to transplant.bc.ca and enter your information to find out. If you're not registered, register if you're comfortable with that. Thank you once again. Thank you, Devin. Appreciate the time.
Thank you once again for listening to another episode of Kitimat What's the Future, brought to you by Cedar LNG. I'm your host, Devin Wall. If you'd like to learn more about the podcast or be a guest, go to our website at www.whatsthefuture.ca. If you enjoy listening, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on all the popular podcast platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, as well as Stitcher.